Welcome to the Sweeney Connection with your host, Chad Henderson. That would be me. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land, if you will. Camp Sweeney campers and parents, we hope this episode of the Sweeney Connection finds you well out there. Of course, my sidekick today, Bob Cannon, my sidekick every day, just about. Uh, I hope so. Bob, how you doing? Good. I'm excited. This is uh, one of those episodes that I've been waiting for because it's uh, she's, she's one of my favorite people, one of the favorite people of Camp Sweeney, and get to hear her story again. That's amazing. I've really known her about 15 minutes, but I feel like I've known her for much longer than that already. And she is uh, pretty infamous around here. She is Imogene Pretty Parker, and you probably know her better as Grandma Sweeney. And uh, Imogene, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me here. I, I'm in love with Camp Sweeney, and I'm happy that I can be here. And thank you for asking me. You bet. Um, just a little history. So you, you were diagnosed in January of, of 1948, and uh, you attended camp here in, in 51, 52, and 53. And you tried to get here for the opening summer in 50, but they were they were sold out, I think, right? Yes, they were completely booked, said they didn't have a bed for me. But my doctor persuaded them to put me down for the next year, and so I came for 51, 52, and 53. And the best thing I ever did in my entire life was come to Camp Sweeney. So were you, were you in your, what years of age were you when you came? I was 12, well, I was 12 when I was diagnosed, so I was 15 when I came. So like your last three years of high school? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And so January of next year would mark 75 years of uh, living with, with, with diabetes and uh, Camp Sweeney sort of, uh, since you sent you down the right path and and you know my my question my first question was you know wh- when did you realize as an adult after you had left camp sweeney the impact that camp had had on you as a child well i think that it impacted me from the day that i got here and it has impacted me for the rest of my life but i think really i appreciated it more when uh after i married and i was able to have twin daughters and uh, have a, well, I realized I was living a normal life, and I thought if it hadn't been for Camp Sweeney, I would not be here now because the only person I knew that was a diabetic was, I thought he was an old man. He was in his 50s. But uh, they were saying that, poor old thing, he's dying with diabetes. So I thought, oh, well, Imogene's dying with diabetes. And I didn't want to come to camp and be with a bunch of sick kids. But after I got here and realized that camp wasn't a bunch of sick kids. It's a bunch of kids with diabetes that's learning to live a normal, happy life. And I made up my mind then that that's what I was going to do. Everything that I learned at camp, I took with me the rest of my life. Yeah, and you've brought some some favorite, some some of your favorite items here from, you've got photos of camp back from the 50s and also some very special medals here that, that that are for, you know, that were awarded to you. Just sort of tell us about those if you don't mind. Well, the one that uh, Bob is showing there is one that I received from Eli Lilly for being on insulin for 50 years. And uh, it's a necklace, and I appreciated it. And I contacted them this year to see if they gave a 75, and they said no, that they were not giving them anymore, that the only place that was giving the uh, journey, uh, diabetes journey of medals were Jocelyn Diabetes Center. 
And I also have the 25-year uh, medal that I received from them, having lived successfully with diabetes for 25 years. And then I qualified for the 50-year medal, which is the other, other medal there. And uh, it was for, Bob has it there showing you. And it was for living with diabetes for 50 years. And I am in the process right now of applying for the one for 75 years. I'm getting my documentation ready to send in. You have to prove that you were a diabetic for 75 years, which was rather difficult because most of my family has passed away. And I do have one friend that remembered me in high, in, well, in elementary school when I was diagnosed, and she's written a letter. And then I have several others that uh, have known me through the years. And yeah. in, fa in fact, I have a letter that my doctor that uh, in Seymour, that th it took him for forever to decide what was wrong with me. They treated me for everything besides diabetes for a long time. Hmm. And he decided to do the urine test and found out that I was a four plus orange, <laughs> uh, had a lot of sugar. And so he was going to send me to uh, a doctor in Wichita Falls who had more knowledge of treating diabetes and it came an ice storm. So I was put on a starvation diet for a month because I came an ice storm and we couldn't get to Wichita until after a month. But when I got there and had been on a starvation diet for for a month, I was still, my blood sugar was still over 400. Wow. And so that's when I was diagnosed. And uh, I think we, I think we sent one of those letters to confirm your um, yes, 75 yes, years, uh -huh. right? Yes, yeah. uh -huh. I got one from Dr. <clears throat> Ernie that said that I had, you know, come to camp in 1951 and had been a diabetic, you know, for three years, from 48 to 51. And, and Camp Sweeney in 1951, you know, what, 52, 53, what, what memories sort of jump out at you just going back to when you were, you know, 13, 14 years old back then? Well, the first time I drove through the gate, it was the old steel gate that stood up that said Camp Sweeney, and uh, I, I was very fearful. I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't want to come because I thought there would be sick kids here, and then I looked around, and there was no sick kids. They were all up running and active and having a good time. And it took me just a little bit until we got up to the lodge, and I, they all welcomed me, and Dr., uh, not Dr., but James Campbell was mm -hmm. there, and he welcomed me, come out and gave me a hug and told me that, you know, I would be, they were happy to have me and that I would enjoy it. And within a couple of hours, I was just right among all those kids having fun and realized that I had come to the right place. That's the way, you know, that's the way it is today. These kids, when we, um, we go out and film some kids at their homes, you know, Imogene, for our little interviews that we do, we call mm -hmm. them vignettes, Sweeney vignettes. And these kids are always like, yeah. You know, I went in the first day and it was, you know, driving through the gates. I was nervous. And they're like, within minutes, you know, they met people or counselors mm -hmm. coming up, giving them a hug. Mm -hmm. And well, you then don't they, really, feel, they feel like they're at home just right away. Well, yeah. you feel like you're the only person with diabetes. Or I was the only one in school in my entire time of going to school there that was a diabetic. But I had six friends. I mean... I, 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 there were six of us. I had five friends and me, and they all supported me. I mean, they knew I was diabetic, and they'd say, hey, you better go get you a Coke to drink. You're going low. Or, you know, they they took care of me. They mm -hmm. they accepted me like a, just like I was, and they never made me feel different. And just what you all are talking about, you know, coming to camp for the first time, and you're, you know, obviously just scared, really. Mm -hmm. But, 
you know, camp looks a lot different today than it did, you know, back in the early 50s. But I do feel like, do you still get sort of the same sentiment and the same feeling when you get to Camp Sweeney in in 2022? When I drive up to that gate and it says Camp Sweeney, it's just like you're home. You're Mm -hmm. home now. You're back with family, everyone here. The children all have diabetes and you're where you belong. But how can that happen when it was three years of your life? How many years ago, right? 70, 70, 70, 71, (laughs) 72 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how can it be that impactful? Well, I I don't quite understand myself how it is, but it is. I mean, even on the years, I went a number of years that I didn't come back to camp. And, uh, but every time I came through that gate, it was just like, you're where you belong, you're home. Hmm. And uh, I think this, I think one of the cool things with these medals so, Imogene, this is a test for you, okay? Okay. What are the three words we always use uh, when we... Perseverance, faith, and courage. Okay, you didn't have to be that good. Uh, <laughs> Our proteins, <clears throat> fats, and carbohydrates, as we said back in those days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this one, this quarter century award says for life and health through perseverance. Yeah. Right? And then this 50-year one says for 50 courageous years with, diabe- with diabetes. So... I don't know what the 75-year one will say. Maybe you'll have the word faith in it, you know. So it's well, just kind of cool that, uh, well, yeah. you, well, it is. You have faith, perseverance, and courage. And I've, I've always thought about that, too. I mean, that always has been at the back of my mind, faith, uh, perseverance, faith, and courage. And you have to have a lot of faith. I mean, I have depended on God, and and he's answered a lot of prayers and helped me to be who I am today. And is uh, before I came today, my daughter texted me and she said, Mom, I'm praying for you. I know you'll say the right things because God has led, let you live this long so you can inspire other people. And, and I feel blessed, very blessed. Yeah, he picks certain people, and I think you're one of them for sure. And you brought us a, a cool little sort of a book of, of historic photos of, of Camp Sweeney and... Uh, one of my favorite documents in, in what you've brought us today is this this original camp song document. What, what year is this is this from with the lyrics of the camp song on it? Well, it's probably the one I got in 1951. And uh, we, we used it every time. And it has other songs on there, too, that we sung when we had our church, uh, church services on Sunday morning. And we had those in the lodge. So that has and, the uh, camp song on it, huh? Yeah. And it, that, you're going to sing nice. that for us, Chad? <laughs> I'm um, in love with, with you, you, Camp Sweeney. <laughs> but it, but it, the words back then were just slightly different, right? Yes, and it was for your test stay blue when we were doing the urine test, and if they stayed blue, you had no no sugar. It was showing that you were normal. Okay. And now it's the words are test stay true. True. Okay. But, uh, hmm. We had a for a Sweeney Five concert. You guys should do a th- throwback and yeah and. Use those words and see if anybody catches it. Yeah. Well, well, I'm singing it in my mind to myself, and I have done that for years. I still say blue. <laughs> <laughs> we do it at the campfire, and they launch into a Grandma Sweeney chant. You know? Heck, yeah. yeah. You, you, and you really take a lot of pride. I know that, you know, the campers here today, they're, they're really inspired by you, but you're also inspired by the campers here today as well. Oh, yes. I mean, they are an inspiration to me as I look out and – I look out at those campers now and I think, oh, you've got a wonderful life ahead of you. And, you know, some of the alumni campers that are 
being doctors and nurses and going into the medical field and and even the ones that are going into teachers and uh, just menial jobs. I mean, I can look back and think, thanks to Camp Sweeney, they're living a normal life. And I, I think I have got to keep living as healthy as I can so I can be an inspiration to them because they inspire me. We have a very special little feature coming up here, just sort of looking at the history, like literally we have some video footage of uh, early 50s Camp Sweeney. We want to get your take on it and just see if any memories pop into your mind. And we're going to we're going to take a look at that right after this. Okay. Camp Sweeney is more than just a camp. It's a place where young people with diabetes can develop the skills they need to live long and healthy lives. Our campers participate in a program that offers them a wide variety of activities, including archery, swimming, challenge course, hiking and canoeing. While participating in these activities, our campers build self-confidence, develop new skills, and meet people their own age who also have diabetes. And let's not forget, a session at Camp Sweeney is a lot of fun. If you'd like to change the life of a child by sponsoring him or her to attend our camp, please contact Southwestern Diabetic Foundation at 940-665-2011 or log on to www.campsweeney.org. We're a nonprofit organization Camp Sweeney is where friendship begins and never ends. And now, back to the Sweeney Connection, a presentation of Camp Sweeney and KPFC-FM, and your host, Chad Henderson. All right, we're back on the Sweeney Connection. Bob Cannon, our very special guest today, uh, Grandma Sweeney, is with us. And right now, we want to take a look at some video footage uh, from the early 50s. You were probably a camper here at this time during, I mean, Bob, you said maybe she's in one of these videos. We well, don't. I think she is. We yeah. start off here with, with archery archery and uh, riflery. Yeah. And just notice it's right there on the lake, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, I remember the riflery and the archery. Of course, I wasn't very good at either one of them, but I do remember trying it out and, and staying in the class for a while, but I did enjoy watching them as they... And here's here's Lake Dealey coming up, just some oh, shots yes. of it. What's this? Is this a swimming class? Uh, yes, we didn't have swimming pools back then. We just swam in the lake. And I can remember jumping off the edge into the water, right, almost right there. And uh, the first thing I remember feeling is the fish nibbling on my toes. Mm. <laughs> look at that. Look at that shot from... Mm -hmm. Wow. There's not much there. Mm-mm. Mm. But I thought it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I love the lake and I love the cabins. And uh, as I had said before, the cabins did not have the air conditioning. We only had uh, ceiling fans and we opened the windows to get the fresh air. So arts and crafts, that's probably you right there on the left side, yeah. I'm thinking. <laughs> Well, we'll pretend. I mean, you got the, you got that same T-shirt with you here today. I think oh, yes, so. Yes, yes. Uh, um, we all wore those T-shirts. What? What? So, what were they making there? Well, we made ashtrays, and then we called that a billfold. And uh, uh, let's see, some of them made belts. Now, I never did make a belt, but some of them. And I made an ashtray that looks like the ashtray I made. I'm and, telling you, that's and, you right there. <laughs> and uh, that that's uh, see, and we braided we braided the. Some bracelets and stuff too, so we did that. And uh, check this we're out. Doing the check flag, this out, Chad. Flag growing here. Wow, it's yeah. a little different today, but yeah, right there in front of the lodge. It's so, so cool that yeah. this all started, like, and we're still doing the things they yeah. did, you know, mm -hmm. from day one. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
it's a sizable flag yeah. too. Yeah. Oh. And here's the horseback riding. Yes, I rode a horse. Uh, I wasn't a cowgirl, but I rode the horse anyway. I grew up in the country as an old country gal and did all the tomboy things that a gal can do out in the country. Mm -hmm. And then when I developed diabetes, I got to where I couldn't put one foot in front of the other before they discovered that it was diabetes. And this is just footage here of camp, yeah, but yeah. this is one of my favorite clips right here. Yeah. Looks like they're going fishing. Yeah, but they're... Is it that campfire site to the left must have been the original mm. campfire yeah. site, yeah. and then here's the road up to the. So lodge. that's like where the lake house reaction station is. Yeah, sort <laughs> yeah, of. That's okay. right. Yeah. Well, in the the front door of the lodge there, that was where it ended, and then did they they added on? Right. Okay. So here's Brown Cabin. So that's you know this would be Bonner Cabin probably Bonner or Leonard. And then guys and, are running. And we called it Lakeside Cabin, I'm pretty sure, because that's what I have written on one of my pictures, Lakeside Cabin, Senior Girls Cabin, is what I have written on the back of one of those pictures. Hmm. And this is, I impersonated uh, Miss Spencer, who was one of the nurses there. And uh, we had a, a little get, uh, well, it was kind of a show when we chose which pers which staff person we wanted to impersonate. And I impersonated Miss Spencer. And, she came around at night and made sure that we wouldn't go in low with our blood sugars and checked on us. And uh, well, yeah, the first all camp dance right there. Yeah, we did the square dancing. You guys didn't do a Halloween dance. No. <laughs> and I, I, no, I've seen it on on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> do, do you remember where this was taking place right here? Well, it was just out from the girls' ca senior cabin between it and down by the lake. It was right in that area there. I guess where the tennis court is. Yeah, it's probably where the tennis court is. So this is not a blood test, it's a urine? It's a urine test. Uh -huh. You put so many drops of water, and I think it was 10 drops of water and 5 drops of urine, and dropped a clinitest tablet into the urine. And if it stayed blue, that meant that you, were, you, were sure, you weren't sure showing any sugar. But then it would turn a, a green and then it would go to a, a dark, uh, a kind of a brown, and then it went to a deep orange. And if it was a deep orange, well, it was, uh, that meant you were real high sugar count. Mm -hmm. okay. Of course, the urine test really wasn't telling you anything. You might still have urine uh, sugar in the urine when maybe your blood was clear. <laughs> hmm. So it hmm. was kind of a guessing game. So it, would it, let me ask something. Back in the day when you were there, here, when you are here, um, did you guys venture outside of the main camp area very much? Oh, yes. Uh, we hiked all the way up to Highway 82, and there was a house there that had a, a well of water, and we carried, uh, well, the counselors carried uh, paper cups, and we'd draw water out of that well, and we would get our drinking water, and the counselors carried oranges, a bag of oranges, and if they saw we were going low, well, we got an orange. Sometimes we said, oh, we need an orange, and maybe we didn't. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that was, that was the furthest that I ever went. And, of course, we did do a lot of, of walking around the – we never did go around the lake like I think you do now. And, of course, we didn't have medication mountain back then. But we did do a lot of walking and, and through the 
paths. Wait a minute, did you call it Medication Mountain? Yeah, isn't that what it is? It's Med- Meditation Mountain. Well, that's but what I meant. Now I'm getting new ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Med- meditation. <laughs> Somewhere yeah. along that path, there needs to be medication. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you remember about just day-to-day camp life? Like, I know you had no, there was no air conditioning in the cabins, and I'm sure you had fans and ventilation, but I'm sure it was hot in the cabins, and were the sessions three weeks long or yes i believe they were three weeks long okay yeah three weeks long and uh it was uh, three weeks passed faster than any time three weeks any could pass and mm-hmm. uh, after that first time i came to camp i was ready for the next summer to be there so i could come back again and we saw those those t-shirts in the video and you have oh, yeah. one right there too yeah <laughs> this is the t-shirts that we all wore back in those days camp sweeney and uh and we still do those uh, every summer, don't we, Bob? Yeah, we always do those, sometimes in different colors, the shirt itself, but always the same text to throw back, you know. And two reunions ago, so it have been seven years ago now, Imogene was, wore that uh, at the reunion, and we took one of the our iconic photos down there by the lake on the dock, mm-hmm. Imogene and, like, four other campers. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and uh, it's always been one of those photos that we use for various things but um you also have another medal right oh yes the medal that i'm the most proud of come on tell me about it the code of living medal from camp sweeney and it's the one that i it's my pride and joy i've always loved wearing it and i uh, people always call me at them oh what's that necklace that you're wearing and i'm able to say oh that's camp sweeney (laughs) (laughs) and then i go into my story about how camp sweeney has influenced my life ever since i was 12 years old his code of living started actually started in eighty nine, I think. Okay. Ernie started it in eighty nine. So and you you got that to kind of represent all those all, years. All those years. Yeah. Uh-huh. He said from the beginning of the campers that were here in nineteen fifty through present day yeah. that he wanted it, you know, me to to represent all of those. And I thought an honor it is. <laughs> So through all those years, what, when did you sort of come back to Camp Sweeney for the first time? Was there a long gap in time? Uh, well, I came back, I know, one time when uh, James Campbell was still here, but the camp wasn't in session. But uh, my grandson was with me, and he wanted to see Camp Sweeney. And so I said, well, we'll go to Gainesville, and I'll take you to Camp Sweeney. And and uh, James Campbell showed us around the camp and all. And I think that was the first time that I had come back and then I came back another time, and I don't remember. It was when uh, uh, Vandermeer was the coach for the Cowboys. Yeah. Mm. And I don't know what year that was. I can't remember. My sister and her husband brought me that time. And uh, I came, and I think I spoke at the uh, luncheon. He had me to they had me to say a few words to the campers at the – but I, the thing I remember most is Dr. Vandermeer was showing the, the campers his uh, – uh, what do you call it? The the ring. <laughs> the, oh yeah, Super Bowl ring. Super, Super Bowl ring. Super Bowl ring. And he he said, grabbed my hand and put it on, put the Super Bowl ring on my thumb. Huh. And, and he said, "You deserve this." And I think I had been a diabetic about thirty years then. And I didn't get a picture of it. I wish I had one. Hmm. But anyway, that was a big memory that I had. And then from then on, uh, Doctor Ernie began to asked me to come back and speak to the kids at different times, and then I came back to all the reunions. And and every time I come, it's just like I'm coming home. And speaking of reunions, you're, you're making plans to come to this reunion coming up, right? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. 
I'll probably be one of the first to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing tours to Meditation Mountain. Okay. And maybe Medication Mountain. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. but, uh, maybe that's a little tiny mountain next to it. <clears throat> yeah, we have, yeah. A, we have a, a reunion committee that I'm on that we're working on things now. So yeah, uh, we're going to be... Yeah, it's going to be a good one. And I don't, I don't know who I'll bring with me. I've got so many people that say they want to come with me. and uh, But maybe they'll come with me sometime when I just come, you know, for the awards, when they do the awards in the, yeah, at the could, end of the Yeah, we couldn't camp. get you here the last couple of years because of, Cause of COVID. COVID, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, then I was exposed to COVID and come, couldn't come in August like you had planned for me to come. I was supposed yeah. to come in July, but COVID, you all were sending kids home and, Dr. Ernie thought I didn't need to come, and then I was exposed to COVID and didn't think I needed to come, but so far, I was protected from it. I didn't take it, so I was very fortunate. And sort of my final question, and I think I know your answer already, but uh, what, what advice would you give to, to a child that's been, been diagnosed with diabetes today? I tell them to sign up for Camp Sweeney and get there as quick as you can. There you go. <laughs> I thought you might say that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Bob, any any final thoughts for Grandma Sweeney? I don't know. She's an amazing woman, and um, the kids are just inspired by her every time she comes out and her story. And you know, we I don't know. We can't honor you enough for what you've done for camp and just the life you've lived is amazing. And you give everybody hope. I think well, Camp Sweeney did it all. Well, thank you so much, Grandma Sweeney. I'm a Jean for being here on the Sweeney Connection today. You're uh, you're just uh, a, a walking z- example, um, and uh, we thank you for uh, for coming by the Sweeney Connection. And Bob Cannon, of course, thank you. And uh, Joe Langwell, our technical director, thank you, sir. And uh, Camp Sweeney, you stay connected. The preceding program has been a presentation of Camp Sweeney and KPFC FM. No portion of this broadcast may be reproduced or distributed without the express written permission of Camp Sweeney. This is your announcer, Everett Caldwell, wishing you a good night from Camp Sweeney. You're listening to KPFC-FM 91.9, serving Kalisburg, Gainesville, and the entire Sweeneyland area.